This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, I woke up this morning to a magnificent view. We live in Chicago, and overnight we had about three inches of beautiful, fresh fallen snow gripping on to every branch, every part of the ground. I mean, it was just glistening, and the sun coming up over it right now as I record my podcast. I look outside my bedroom windows. It's beautiful. But at the same time, I cannot stop all the snow machines that are out there and the shovel and all that kind of stuff. So if there's a lot of noise, my apologies. But man, is it extraordinary. And all I could think of when I first saw it was God. How beautiful, Lord, where I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other people that are getting ready for work and they're coming out and they're looking outside and they're probably cursing God, right? Maybe not knowing it, but saying, oh man, there's four inches of snow. I got to get out there and shovel before I go to work. Now that is waking up (laughs) with God. That's being salty, rolling right out of bed, thinking about Jesus. Wow. And then of course, the readings. And we have to love James because James is just in your face. This is such an amazing book. This is why this book could not be taken out. I know that Luther tried, but it cannot be taken out because it is so rich with truth. So let me ask you, did you know that the last snares of the devil is gossip? I hope that made your stomach kind of turn and sink because I know so many of us struggle with gossip. Gossip is oozing with judgment and we're not supposed to judge. There's one judge. So let's listen to what the Lord is telling us today in the readings, even though you may have already read them. 
it's always good to listen again in a more powerful way, right? We're going to dive into this. So we're in James chapter 5, verse 9 through 12. Do not complain, brothers and sisters, about one another, that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing before the gates. Take as an example of hardship and patience, brothers and sisters, the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call blessed those who have persevered. You have heard the perseverance of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, because the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no that you may not incur condemnation. You know, there's a bunch of things going on <laughs> in this reading, to be honest. It's funny, I'm literally standing in my closet right now because there's just too much noise going on out there, and I just uh, don't want to have you listen to it. I hope it's helping. Oh my goodness. First of all, let your no mean no and your yes mean yes. How many times have you said, yes, but? I remember one of the hardest teachings for me, the one that I came to at the very end. How could I have come to this one at the very end? It doesn't make any sense to me because it is all about life. Abortion. I was absolutely snowed. I believed all the lies that the culture, the politics... Hollywood, everyone said about pro-choice. Think about the words they use, how they manipulate it, right? And I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I did not believe in abortion, but only in cases where, like the mother's, life was going to be threatened and or rape. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Not the yes, but, or the no, but I will if. Because once you do sit on the right side, <laughs> and as those words come out of my mouth, I think of Jesus on the right side of the Lord, on the right side of truth. Once we come to that truth, we have to stand firm behind it. When someone asks us about our beliefs, it's a yes or a no. It's truth or not true. Let's try to live by that. And then also, not judge others. It's so hard not to do. But the more you ask the Lord to change your heart, and I keep saying this, and a lot of you are probably like, yeah, 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 Kendra. You keep saying that. What does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything until you sincerely ask for God to change your heart. Because when he does, you start to see people differently. It is one of the most beautiful gifts. I'd say it was one of the best, even though I had a miraculous healing with my marijuana addiction out of the blue 
that was awesome too. I'm not taking that away. But I think the best gift was the gift of compassion. And that was in the readings, right? The Lord is compassionate and merciful. And so we, even though someone hurts us and we want to talk about how badly they hurt us to somebody else, or if we're just caught in a work conversation with gossiping about someone else, or maybe it's even like a personal gathering that you're at or a family gathering, do your best not to join in. Or better yet, say, you know what, I'm not going to participate in this because I, I just don't want to talk about people behind their backs. Because quite frankly, I don't want to be talked about behind mine either. And we're all imperfect. So my first gift from God as I asked him to change my heart was about the compassionate view that I had toward people. I started looking at people, including strangers, differently. I like to use the example of, you know, the teenager walking down, I don't know, the mall that has their pants halfway down their butt where I can see their underwear. And that used to appall me. And now I just sit there and I think, oh, what is that poor young man crying out for? He's just wanting to be loved. So I'll actually go out of my way and say hello to him and, and talk to him like a person. I'm going to tell you the second thing was detachment. He gave me that beauty, and I prayed for that one for a long time. Because I needed to not care what the world thought of me. I only needed to live for the audience of one, Jesus and come what may, for anyone else who didn't agree with me, who persecuted me, who chastised me, bring it. I'm living for Jesus, and I know when I look in Jesus' face, one day I pray that he's going to say, good and faithful servant, your yes was yes and your no was no. But that's a process, right? It's a process. We need to be patient, but we need to be persistent. God will shower graces on you. He will bless you. You will be able to fight this. Remember, the last snare of the devil is gossip. Can I share one more thing about that gossip? When I heard that, okay, first of all, it was before I heard that, I remember hearing that we shouldn't be gossiping, that it, was a, that it was a sin. And you want to know what I said to myself and to Jesus? Yeah, well, Jesus, that's something I just can't do. <laughs> I just said I can't do that. I can't not gossip. I know that's a double negative in a sentence, but that was pretty much my stance. And I share that with you because I want you to know that God also changed my heart. I am far from perfect on this one, especially with my husband when it's just me and him. So I try when we speak to just speak truth and not be untruthful about people. But I will tell you, I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> it is impossible. God, this one ain't going to be me kind of thing. I share that because he does 
work in our lives, even when we don't think it is possible. So, Lord, please change our hearts. Please open our hearts to be more compassionate and loving toward others so that we don't condemn ourselves by judgment and gossip and that we stand firm in truth, that our yes is yes and our no is no, that we remember this ourselves. Yes, we believe this. No, we don't believe that. And we act accordingly. We need your strength, your wisdom, your will powerfully in our lives, Lord. We offer ourselves to you today. We surrender 100% mind, body, soul, spirit. Pour your love into our hearts. Melt the wall around our hearts. Replace our stone heart with a heart of flesh. Because we only want to live the two greatest commandments, to keep you first and center, to love you and worship you, and to love ourselves and others. What a world this could be. And we are your disciples, so please use us in the way that you want to use us. And please start from our hearts, where all of our thoughts and words and deeds come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love you all. I love you all. I do, I do, I do. I know God is working in your life. Take a moment to thank him. And then go be loved to everyone. Don't forget, find something more with God because it's always with him. Have a blessed and inspired day.